0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Block Talk
3: Radio. You ready for the show? You ready for the show? Block Talk here on Table Talk Radio. The show for the black. Black Talk here on Table Talk Radio. I am black. That doesn't mean I'm vulnerable to attack. I'm just like you, a human, red blood, emotions, a moving figure. But you're treating me like I'm about to pull a trigger. Cause I'm black. You're putting the worst on me. Black to around table talk radio. It's here to show. It's here to unify black people. Yay. Yeah. It's here to get you inside get you motivated. Black to be table talk radio. The show for the black. Black to be around table talk radio. The show is of to start. Black to around table talk radio. Listen and get inspired.
4: All right, all right, all right, all right. You're now listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio, the biggest colored show on earth with your hosts Adrian Charleston, the true butterfly, Miss Ray, and I'm some guy named Jay. Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio is the number one live stream dedicated to bringing black folks together from all walks of life, teaching the importance of economic empowerment for our people, and showcasing the talents and abilities of black people across the globe. This is also the number one blog talk radio show that's not being hosted by a convicted felon or a conspiracy theorist wacko or a closeted lesbian, but hey, we're going to put on a great show, just as good as all those people, too, so listen up. Tonight's main topic is, well, the world after your loved one graduates, or you or your loved one, whoever graduated uh, recently. Uh, what's next? What's the next move? And we also will still do open mics as well if you don't want to continue talking about that. So you know how we do. Uh, so we're going to open up the phone lines after the uh, the interview, of course. If you're streaming from an app or a uh, website or a third-party website, anything like that, or the link, give us a call at 929-477-3872 and press 1 when we open up the phone lines. And uh if you've already streamed from your phone, all you gotta do is press one. All right. Also joining us for the discussion is Chester Williams, the CEO of the ABC Two Foundation. And along with his interns, Joshua Melton and Lanisha Northington.
2: They're not Blacktopians, but it's all good. They are
4: ABC Two world changers and they're a part of the ABC Two abc squared world changes program but before we get into that i just want to let let everyone know that you can check us out at www.blacktopia.org and you can also download and install the blacktopia mobile app on itunes amazon.com and blackberry world all right and i just want to give a shout out to a better chance a better community abc2 Get more information and updates on the organization and upcoming community events at www.abc2foundation.blogspot.com. You can also get updates on the community events by downloading and installing the Blacktopia mobile app as well. Also, R&B singer Nikia's No Fairy Tale is available on iTunes, Amazon, and
2: everywhere you can purchase music digitally. So definitely get that. All right, let me go ahead and bring on the hostesses and everyone else.
4: All right, I got a lot of numbers here on the line, so let me see who what number belongs to
2: who. I don't get confused here. I know we got, got Chester here, and we got his interns. Pardon me. I'm going ahead and bring on one of the hosts. Adrian Charleston. Yes. Hey. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, I had to make sure you can hear me because it normally says unmuted, and I didn't hear it say it.
4: <laughs> oh man. Well, I, well, I'm glad you got, you got we caught it. When it opened up.
5: Yeah, I was like, is that am I on? Am I? Yes. Hey, Jay. How are you?
4: I'm doing well. How about yourself?
5: I am good, and um, I know you saw that Raven won't be on tonight. So I just want to wish her well and all that great stuff since she won't be able to join us tonight.
4: Oh yes, oh yes, definitely. I hope she gets well soon. Yeah. Well, all right, let's see who. Uh, oh yes, oh yes, let's see who who. What number everybody's calling from? Because
2: <laughs> I, I should have
4: had this.
2: Uh, Hold on, just a second here. The computer is going slow. Bear with me. Okay, Chester. Chester Williams. Okay, that that's not him. <laughs> Chester Williams. Hello. Hey, Jay, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? I am
6: fantastic.
4: Oh, yeah, you ready for this interview?
6: I'm ready for this interview. I'm pretty excited. Thank you all for the opportunity as always. It's always great to be a part of the Blacktopia family.
4: Oh, yes, oh, yes. Definitely. We're glad to have you. Now let me go ahead and bring on your world changers.
6: Yes, they are here. Lanisha and Joshua, they are live with us, too.
4: Joshua.
7: Hello. How are you doing?
4: We're doing well. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Uh, Let's go on ahead and, and bring on Lanisha. I think this is her. Just give me one second. Uh while we're waiting. Uh, how you doing, Chester? So oh, you already said that. <laughs>
6: we're doing great. We've been a great day. We had a couple of meetings. Um and just doing what we do for the community.
4: Oh yes, as always. All right, Lanisha. Hello. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right, have have Chester and the World Changers on the line tonight. All right, and uh and for the people that pressed one early, uh that that's not on the panel here, you guys wait until after the interview. All right, so I'm just letting you know we're gonna take calls after the interview. So uh, just hold tight, be patient. We'll get to you. All right, let's go on ahead and start this interview. Everybody's ready except me. Okay, now I am. Uh, For those that still are being introduced to the ABC2 World Changes Program, Chester, can you tell the listeners what that is and tell them all about it?
6: Yes. um, ABC2, which stands for Better Chester, Better Community, um, is a community youth-led organization that connects underserved and marginalized communities with resources to empower youth and advocate for community solutions and healthier lifestyles. Basically, it's the community taking care of itself. Um, It goes back to that saying, it takes a village to raise a child, but we're kind of flipping that a little bit because we're having the youth at the table to help um, take care of the village too. So we're all working hand-in-hand, getting the skills and and assessing the resources that we do have in the community and making it work for the best.
4: Oh, yes, oh, yes. Now, Chester, you're the CEO of uh, of ABC2. But you flip it differently. What does CEO stand for?
6: Oh, <laughs> uh, well for us we always have like swag names for everybody in our organization. So CEO stands for Chief Empowerment Officer. So it's my job to empower everybody, keep everybody engaged and making sure they have everything they need to believe in themselves and, and to be them best selves at the end of the day.
4: Oh yes, oh yes, I agree. All right. Now, this question is for Joshua and Lanisha. Uh, What is your involvement with the World Changers program?
7: Uh, Joshua, you can go first. Well, um, when Chester brought me on, he gave me the role of rebranding ABC2 and getting more youth involved. And um, so that's what I've been doing. I've made a Twitter account. A brand new Twitter account for uh, ABC2. It's ABC2WC. Um, And we're just doing a whole bunch of things. We have different events coming on. Uh, We have an open mic night, open mic night that's coming on July 20th. And it's just, we just need everyone who's listening on the phone right now to just come out and support. It's at the farm. Um, and uh, we have youth advocacy trainings that we're doing. And uh, we just given up a lot of information that I think will benefit the community.
4: Oh, yes. Lanisha.
8: Yes. So this same Saturday question. we also same question okay. So this Saturday um we're going to our local high school. They're having a basketball event, so we're going to be out there pre-registering 16, 17, 18 year olds to be ready to vote. And also we're working um, with the food council, trying to promote healthy living and um healthy living and healthy food. So we have a lot going on.
4: Okay, Laynisha, what what is your role with the uh, World Changes program? Do you have a title or?
8: So, mine's is mostly uh, pulling the youth in, bringing in social, letting them know that they do have a voice,
4: and also okay, okay. Um, How I'm working
8: you... on the master. Oh, go ahead. Okay, I'm I'm also working on um, our master plan for a county recreational center.
4: Okay, nice, nice. How did you get involved with the program?
8: Uh, Through college. Um, I saw in my email that they were looking for an internship for the summer, and I thought it was pretty cool.
4: Okay, okay, good. Joshua, how has the World Changers program served you? Now, I know you do a lot. For the for the community, for the youth, and for the World Changes program. But how has the World Changes program helped you?
7: Um, I think the biggest thing is that it gave me a voice, and it gave me a sense of power. Because when I talked to Chester in the beginning, we we had basically the same vision, and um, I felt like the youth being in power was the most important thing, and normally gets overlooked, and kids like us are just told what to do by adults when adults make the same mistakes over and over again, and they just don't consider what could be best for the youth. They want to impose what they think is best for everyone. So I feel like what what this world changer is just doing to me is just giving me power to speak my mind and actually make an impact on my own.
4: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I agree. Because I, I believe that uh, a lot of the uh, older generations, they want to keep doing the same things over and over and over again and kind of yeah. just speaking that to the next generation. And that doesn't really help anything. We just we haven't gotten anywhere with that old rhetoric, and it's time to change mm-hmm.
7: it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah need now, to get out of our traditional ways and just, I guess, take in new ideas from all places possible. Because so the more ideas, the better the outcome could be and the better solutions could oh, be.
4: Oh, yes, I totally agree. Now, is there anything in particular, a particular theme that, uh, that that just keeps getting passed down from generation to generation that you personally want to take and throw in the, throw in the trash? Is there anything to think of? off the top, you're like, okay, we need to change this. What is that?
7: Um well, it's really a lot of things. But um I guess it's just the way we raise men, boys to think um I think normally from a par parent, parenting perspective, um we wait we, we raise women to think like to watch out for men when we should raise men to be like more courteous and more like, I don't, I don't know how to describe it, I guess, but I feel like that it's just a lot of problems in way, in the way men are raised and it causes a lot of problems in today's society and um it impacts women heavily. So I think that's one mm. thing that I think should just change altogether because women shouldn't fear for their lives when they're walking down the street or when a man wants to approach her being scared to reject his advances, like that shouldn't, that shouldn't be a thing. Like men shouldn't just, should learn how to take no as the answer and move on with their life, but they don't, they don't know what consent is like, It's just different things that's just building up, and they seem to blame the women for, like, the way she dresses and how she talks and how she goes about themselves when the main focus should be on the male. So that's that's really the biggest thing to me. And I feel like if everyone works together, we can really change that. I guess the younger generation that grows up to be parents, we can really change that if they have the same perspective and viewpoint.
4: Definitely. Now, now, Joshua, if you were talking to a young boy right now, what would you tell him? What's what's one of the most key important information you think he should know coming out of your mouth? What would you tell him? You could sit down and talk
7: to a young boy right now. Um, so always just be honest, work hard, and do what you feel is right. Do what you want don't do what you wouldn't want done to you. And just always be open minded. That's that's a big thing. I think people are just like stuck in their ways and they don't want to get different viewpoints. So I guess I'll go with that one. Yeah. Stay open minded and weigh all the options.
4: Ah. Okay, okay. Lanisha. How has the World Changes Yes, how has the World Changes program served you?
8: Well, it has opened doors for me, doors that I didn't even know that was there. Like, uh, I didn't know that 16, 17-year-olds could pre-register to vote, and people that's in jail that haven't been convicted, that they still have a chance to go out and vote. Oh, okay, okay.
2: So, uh,
4: how old are you? I'm twenty two. Oh, okay. When you register to vote when you were eighteen? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. So you've been helping the uh the sixteen year olds get registered and things like that. Well get the pre registered and the pre voting stuff. You're helping them with that pretty much, huh? That's right. Oh, okay, okay. Good, good. Oh yes, now um what would you say has been the, one of the most important things you've learned while being a part of the World Changes Program? Now, I know it kind of it, 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 it sounds like it would be the same answer to what you just said, but uh, okay, well, give it another one
8: because <laughs> I'm not changing that. Um, I, would, I would say the, the right to express yourself.
2: Oh, yeah.
4: Have you uh, Did you have problems expressing yourself before, you know, getting down with the World Changer Program?
8: Um, growing up, I was very shy.
4: Okay. And the World Changes Program helped you get out of your shell, right?
8: That's right.
4: Good, good. How has it helped you? Like, just being with people you're – well, I'll let you answer that question. I'm about to get you you your own answers. <laughs> <laughs>
8: Um, I guess going out and, like, really engaging with one another, like, going out, talking to people, sharing the same similarities, backgrounds, and this really helped me out a lot.
4: Great, great. I'm glad to hear. Joshua, same question. What would you say has been one of the most important things you've learned yourself while being a part of the World Changes Program?
7: Um. I guess I would say how to get people to listen. I'm not really, I'm not really uh, persuasive because I kind of just tell it how I see it, and I guess I may, I may say things like, like I just wouldn't change my mind or opinions because I feel very strongly about certain things, and I feel like. The world changes really just opened me to, I guess, talking a way to where people feel like they should be open to sharing what their viewpoints are and not feel like I'm just bombarding them with uh, how I feel about a certain situation. So I guess it would be my communication skills and my teamwork abilities.
4: Okay. Now, what techniques do you use, Joshua, to get people to open up to you, to speak to you? Like, how do you make them comfortable?
7: Well, you want to relate to them first. I think once someone relates to you, you feel like y'all have something in common. When you have something in common, it's just like we, it gets to a level where it's like we're the same. We're at the same level, or at least that clicks in your head that we're at the same level and that they can relate and the things that they say to me, they'll relate to me even more when I respond. So it's just all about how you say things. It's like when we go out to get people to register to vote, they ask why, why should I vote? And then you bring up how um, police are killing people, killing black people and how, your specific vote can change who's in the office, not the presidential office, but like the little, the I guess, lower level offices like the sheriff or the county commissioner or like things along those lines, the Senate, how they can just change that and take the people that they really do not want or people that don't care about their um, views just take them out and how their vote can empower them. And everyone wants a sense of empowerment when we're talking about the government. So I think that's that's one thing out of all things that I think everyone can just agree on.
4: Oh, yes, I totally agree. Now, uh, when you're talking to the youth and, and you're getting involved, is is, uh, is listening important?
7: Of course. I mean, because they, they – are you saying listening from my perspective or them listening to me? What did you say? Right, were you saying, like, them listening to me or me listening to them? Was that the question?
4: Huh?
2: Wait, hold on. What? Hello? What? what? Hello? Hello? Can you oh, hear yeah, me? I asked was listening. To yeah.
4: Huh? <laughs> I'm playing with you. I <laughs> I, I
2: was going <laughs> to ask you to listen to the I was going to act phone like I
4: wasn't
6: listening to the
2: <laughs>
4: no, I just No, I was I was trying to mess with you. I I heard you. <laughs> yes, yes, it definitely is important. Well, I mean you answered it, you know, either way. Um now, Joshua and LaNisha tell the people about who you are outside of the ABC two World Changes program. Who who are you? Joshua, you go first. What is it what what's about you? I know we know you're a part of this program. You're an intern, you work uh for the community, but uh, outside of all that, who are you?
7: Well, I go to um, North Carolina A&T. I know their uh, alumni are really, really popular in North Carolina, and um, I just like to say that I'm just a fun, loving, caring person who's just open-minded all, all around. And I do not, I'm not afraid to share my opinion, but I'm not afraid to listen also. So I feel like I'm one of the easiest persons to talk to whenever there's a concern or whenever there's a problem. Um, and I just like to have fun. And I think happiness is just what I strive to go towards. And being negative is just not the way for me. Oh, yes.
4: Oh, yes. Let's throw some, let's throw some hand claps on it for you. <laughs> Lanesha, <laughs> who are you? Yeah. Tell us all about you so, outside of the world. So I t-
2: now,
8: okay. So I attend Elizabeth City State University. Uh, I'm majoring in criminal justice and minoring in education. So I'm just trying to get into the educational background and also the court background. So I have a little of both. And I'm also, I'm just pretty laid back, easy to talk to. And that's
2: just me.
3: Definitely,
4: definitely. I'll some hand claps on it for both of y'all. Now, uh, now, are y'all on social media? Yeah, I mean, you're not on Facebook. Are y'all on any social media?
7: Yes. I'm on um, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Instagram, I'm- B. Oh, Anisha, did you want to go? No, you go, you go ahead. Yeah, yeah, you can put Yeah, Instagram uh is B dot jam J A M and Twitter is uh J M E L T Zero N
4: Okay, okay, good. So you're not on Facebook, huh? That's that's for all us old folks, huh? Yeah, yeah.
7: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, you too Oh, <laughs> well,
4: Excuse me. Uh, for anybody listening, you can also follow me on Instagram at uh, Instagram.com forward slash J for now. J A Y F O R N O W. And you can follow me on Instagram and get more updates on upcoming episodes of Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio. So I uh, definitely do that. That's Instagram. At J A Y F O R N O W. All right, late Nisha, you on you on social media? Where are you at? Uh,
8: mostly on Facebook. Um, I go by LaNisha Northerton, but um, I do get on Instagram a little bit. So if you want to catch me, um, it's foxy.b. B. That's my Instagram.
4: Okay, definitely, definitely follow these two bright uh individuals with the World Changes program and also Nisha we'd love to have you in Blacktopia too our Blacktopia Facebook group uh definitely definitely join us you know and help us spread the word of the community events
2: within the group
8: Okay
2: Yeah All right Chester let me get, yes, get you back in the hot seat Oh yes
4: oh yes all right, definitely. Let me uh get back to my uh. <laughs> I said we don't go in because it's ready. We're going because it's nine o'clock. It's too late. Okay, <laughs> Chester. <laughs> this question is for you, of course. What would you say is one of the biggest things you've learned while working with these two individuals?
6: Uh, one of the biggest things that I learned with these two young people is. Patience and being able to take a back seat and really see the vision of ABC2 come to life. Ah,
3: okay, okay. Because
6: as a CEO and founder, is always busy, always putting in place. These two jump right in, and they really have taken it to the next level. They have really, really given more life and more breath to a program that is dedicated to youth and like many people know that this program, ABC2, was created to respond to the inner child in me growing up in rural Northeastern North Carolina that was in a place where young people were seen and not heard and wanted to have a voice. And to see that actively played out through these two young people, um, to do that, not afraid to sit at the table with county commissioners, not afraid to um, go to board meetings, not afraid to sit at the table with foundation funders and um program managers and have a conversation about what the needs are in our communities and really make sure that community is first. So that's big for me.
3: Ah,
4: okay, okay. Definitely, definitely. Now I'm gonna ask you all three of this. And uh after this question we're gonna bring some callers on. So uh starting with you, Lainisha. What are two things you would like to see changed in the world right now
2: today? What would you like to see changed? Uh, If you had a magic wand, what would you change?
8: Education qualities, like, in our local schools. Um, Our Schools is not – they're not getting everything that they need, and they wonder why our students are dropping out or – Going out shooting and killing because there's no after school activities for them to get into. The second thing will probably be jobs. Probably um, get training for jobs instead of just working at McDonald's fast food. But those are the two things I would probably change.
4: Okay, okay. Joshua, two things you would like to see changed in the world
7: today? Um, I feel like um racism so that sets a lot of people back. Racism and hate, those are my two things. Hate just is just not it's not good for the soul and it causes a lot of people, a lot of innocent people to just be hurt and killed just because people have hate in their heart. Um, I think A lot of problems wouldn't be problems that we have today if it wasn't for the deep-rooted hate that people have towards a race or creed of any kind that just doesn't even have anything to do with anything that they're doing in life. Um, I feel like if people just mind their own business, work hard, just do what they do to provide for their families and just at least be fair, then... um, this could be a peaceful world.
4: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Chester,
6: two things. Yes. Yes. Two things that I That's would change. I will go back and make number 44 president ever president, um, because that will continue the legacy of what we need in this country for peace. Um, the second thing I would change, and this is me personally speaking, I would put God back in the schools because I think that was a moment that was pivotal that changed, um, teaching positive values um, as early as kindergarten. And I know that God was very controversial for some people, but it was the principles that was taught through love, through the Bible, that was consistent in the school, consistent at home, consistent in community, consistent in church.
4: Definitely, definitely. All right, well, we're going to bring some callers in. If you're uh, listening in on a link, a third-party website, or an app, give us a call at 929-477-3872 and press 1. We're talking to Chester Williams and the World Changers. And uh, you can ask them any questions about the ABC2 Foundation, or you can ask them questions about the World Changers program and any community events that's coming up. Or you could talk about the topic, what to do next after you graduate or the school things and all that stuff that you want to talk about. Or you can change up this topic if you'd like to. We're open to talk about anything. Um, so definitely do that. Press 1. Whoever that person was that called way early in the show, give us a call back because now it's your turn. <laughs> we don't take calls during the interview. But
2: uh, Adrian Charleston. Yes. Yes. Is there anything? Oh, yeah. Is there anything you would like to ask, Chester?
4: Um, changes?
5: I actually did, but I should have written it down. But it was um, <laughs> it was something I can't pronounce your name because Jay says it's so weird. Um, the young lady on the line, how do you say your
8: name, Lanisha?
2: Lanisha. Lanisha. Oh, yeah. what, what, what did I say? I thought I said. That. You
8: you
5: like draw lay something and I was like I don't I don't know maybe it's just me (laughs) it just seemed like you were drawing it out into like two whole words and I was like I don't know if that's right so it's Lanisia Lanisa
2: Lanisha Lanisa okay um okay um (laughs)
5: no i was trying you were saying something in your in your talk about i should have written it down because it was like halfway through the interview before jay said anything and i was like oh i gotta remember to ask her about that but i actually don't remember but it will come back to me but i did like what the young man was saying about um Teaching men and boys on how to treat women and just how to treat people in general, and how um, women always have to uh, adapt, change, overcome, do all of these things as to not be targeted, which doesn't keep women from being targeted. So, but we tell women these things to do them, and just like he said, um, it's a way to teach. Young men and older men, some men, period. Some men just don't know how or what to do when they encounter women in any type of situation, whether they're interested in them or not. They don't know how to encounter women or to interact with women. So, yeah, I think a lot of great points were made, and I will come back with my question I had because
4: I don't have it right now. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's all good. All right. Well, anybody that else, anyone that anybody that wants to talk, press one. Press one, and we'll bring you on. Or you can, uh, if you're calling from, if you're listening in any other kind of way, give us a call at nine two nine four seven seven three eight seven two and press one. Lenisha, why are you let me mess up your name? You could have stopped me and said, no, 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 sir, that's not it.
2: <laughs> it's Lanisha. Well, I didn't really.
8: I didn't really. My
4: phone is kind of fading out. It sounded like you said it, but it's Lanisha. So, oh, definitely, definitely. Um, all right. Well, uh, the, the caller that hung up called back. We, we, we can call, we talk to you anyway. So, um, well, let's get into our topic. There's a, oh, actually, before we get into the topic, the ABC2 t shirts, Chester, tell us about how they can get it and tell us what it's all about and tell us the uh, the meaning behind the shirts, all of that, answer that, all that.
6: Wow, you want me to say all of that? <laughs> so, well, you can let your interns it. say that. <laughs> I would love for my interns to talk about the T-shirts and open mic and things like that. I think it's better coming from them to
2: articulate that. Yes, go ahead.
7: Well, we have t-shirts up. <laughs> t-shirts that All are right. selling for um ten dollars, small to extra large, extra. I think this is wrong, but uh extra large and up, I think is an extra ten dollars. What I'm saying here, uh no, um, you can pick them up. Two
8: X and higher is um twelve dollars.
7: So for twelve dollars, yeah. Um, you can pick. You can pre-order and pay by July fifteenth. Well, yeah, and uh, you can pick it up at the open mic and uh, wear it around to show your support while um, you're there. Like I said, we have the open mic that's on Saturday, July 20th, um, at uh, the Williams 362 William Scott Road Enfield NC. So that will be going on from 7 o'clock to 9 if you have anybody that uh that you know that would like to perform, it's gonna be uh music, art, and uh poetry that we're gonna be doing. Anyone that would like to perform, just contact me um at J A M E L T O one at Aggies dot n c A T dot E D U. Um, Lanisha if you want to take over from here
8: Oh sure so we're going to have food vendors Um, before we go into the open mic we're going to have a little session about civil engagement um, what it means to be part of ABC2 active living, healthy food and stuff like that so please come out and join
7: Um, We also have a youth advocate Oh, someone talking.
4: No, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, continue.
7: We also have a youth advocacy training that's um, on June 27th, and we need uh, everyone on the phone to just reach out to the youth, anyone who has kids from 16 to 18, to just come out and um, learn about racial equity and advocacy, civil civic engagement going out into the communities, getting their fellow peers to register to vote. Um, it's at the Halifax Community College. And, um, yeah, it should it should be fun. It's, it's, all these events are really going to be informative. And, um, yeah, we also have a community day coming up this Saturday um, from 10 to 2. We're just going to be cleaning up the farm and getting it ready for the open mic. And uh, we're also going to be having a community project and that'll be to help build us a stage for the open mic. So I think that'll be really fun. We have one more thing. I don't know if I'm talking too much, but uh, (laughs) summer fitness, yeah, the summer fitness program. um, It's happening from July 8th through the August 2nd. And uh, it's going to be learning about uh cooking, eating healthy, nutrition, they're gonna be taking field trips. It's also gonna be working with the community farm in the hot sun, you know, get the kids out. And that's just from ten to three on various days.
4: Okay, okay. Good. Seems like you oh, guys have a oh, lot of great oh, yeah, keep going, keep going.
7: Yeah, my fault. Uh To cash up about the um the T shirts you cash up at A B C two N C. And yeah, that's that's it for me.
4: (laughs) Definitely. Now Chester, you've uh the ABC two foundation has expend uh y'all in more places now. Uh where you where you at? Where where have you uh where where's your reach you guys uh you guys have uh, partnered with people in other states and things correct recently you... uh, we do
6: have a national platform that we have done a national conference at the or Health convening last year in denver Colorado we've done um the national youth convening in Albuquerque, New Mexico and we have national partners and we have state partners within here in North carolina um our reach um our primary focus in that area is Halifax County, Northampton County, Warren County, Nash and Edgecombe County, and Wilson County, and then we have support from our family and friends in Richmond, Virginia. And we are continuing to spread our wings, Um, those that are interested in um, bringing our World Changes Program. We do have a model um, that we can share in the communities, and we can come and actually support and train adults and youth to um, build that youth-adult partnership, because that's important in any work that we do.
4: Oh yes, oh
6: yeah. Definitely,
3: definitely good,
4: good. Now let's get into our uh let's get into the topic. Um well uh you know what the topic is? What to do after you graduate. And uh Yeah, so anybody wanna just grab the mic and just say, Hey, this is what you should do, you're welcome to say that's what you should do.
5: All right. Well, hey, this is Adrienne. Um, Personally, I, I believe that people should do what they want to do, and everybody's path is not for everybody, you know, everybody else. So school is not for everybody. Um, going into the military is not for everybody. Starting your own business is not for everybody. Traveling the world is not for everybody. So do do what you feel you should do for you. Um I will say for me, when I graduated from high school, I didn't know what I wanted to major in. I didn't know what I wanted to do with life. I was kind of just stuck and lost. So I joined the military, and that's not for everybody. But that's what I did. I did feel like I was behind my friends in this area because they all went to college. But come to find out, half of them didn't like what they went to college for anyway. So they ended up doing other stuff than what they went to college for. Some people go to college because they're – forced to or feel feels nothing else that they can do and I do understand that nowadays a college degree is just like a high school diploma like you just have to have it to be able to move it forward but if it's not in you don't don't force yourself to do it find what your path is figure out what you should do figure out what steps you should take because again your path is not everybody else's path and don't be pushed in. Prod it into doing something for someone else if it's not exactly what you
4: want to do so
5: those are my thoughts
4: <laughs> Oh yes and I, I totally agree you know there's more than one way to skin a cat there's more than one way to live life you know you don't have to oh you got to go to college you got to do this you got to no you do what you fi- see fits for your life you know you could be successful in many different ways. You know, uh, and being successful doesn't have a look to it. It doesn't have a four years at this college and then after you do that, you go to, you do that. No, it's, success comes in all many different forms. You know, even if you're, uh, as long as you love it and as long as you're really enjoying, you're living your, to your full, as long as you're maxing out your potential, whatever that thing is, you're living your best life. You know, that you don't have to, there's no blueprint to uh, what you should do.
6: Yes. And I'm already, I'm right there with you, Jay and Adrian. I totally agree. For me, it was going to North Carolina A&T, but I did some prep work for that. And knew that college was for me, and not everybody was telling me to go to um, favorite State, Elizabeth City, or Norfolk State. I went to the school of my choice and had a blast. And that's things that I do stress to every young person: do what you feel comfortable. And one thing that I have become a proponent of that's um, not really coming in the rural area where I'm at. Is people taking a year off to figure themselves out and what they want in life, either to take a sabbatical and travel and do things like that. You really need to do that because whatever you do after high school is the platform for the rest of your life.
4: Oh, yes. Now, let me ask you this. This is for either Adrian Charlson or you, Chester, or anyone that wants to answer this. How do you think – how do you go about finding your purpose? Uh, and when I say your purpose i don't necessarily mean you specifically, but anyone. What are some ways to kind of help figure that out there's people that are in their late sixties who don't know what that is yet
3: uh how do
4: how what would you say is 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 how would you do that if you if you get what I'm saying or asking
5: i would I would say um search yourself. Like, there, it's good to talk to other people, but um, be sure that the people you talk to don't have their own agenda for you. Um, speak to friends, speak to family, speak to to different people, but most of all, search yourself and see what you enjoy, see what you like, see what you see yourself doing. And if even if you come up with something I would say try, and then if you don't like it, you can always switch to something else, especially when you're young. When you're young, it's hard to figure out what you want to do. There are some, I had a girlfriend, we were in high school. She always knew she wanted to be a nurse. Like, she knew it. That's what she did. That's where she went. She's a nurse. She's doing it now. That's what she always wanted to be. So there are people out there in the world who do know. They know from the beginning. They don't change. They don't switch. But then there are people like me (laughs) who didn't know and I was kind of just following her. I was like, I was going to go, as uh, as he said, to A&T, got accepted to A&T, hung out at A&T, but I joined the military instead of going to A&T just because I was like, I don't want to waste my time in college and still not know what I want to do, although I would have had a ball. Um and, and, you know, all the other colleges you named, there's nothing wrong with them either because I ended up, as I got older, I did end up going to Fayetteville State and then to North Carolina Central for my master's. So it's, it just depends on what you wanted to do. But if I didn't take the path that I took, I may not have figured out what I was good at or what I wanted to do. And But it took talking to people. It took actually living life a little more and and talk you know just asking questions and figuring out and my encounter on becoming a psychologist just came from talking to someone i knew from high school and i was in my mid 20s and we were talking and he was a lawyer and i was like yeah i'm in school for criminal justice and he was like what are you going to do with that and i'm like i don't know you know he was like are you going to be a police officer i was like no he was like are you going to get into the justice system do you want you know he was naming it cuz he was an attorney so he knew all these different i was like i don't really want to do any of that and then he's like, well, what do you want to do? Like sometimes the simplest questions can lead you or anybody mm-hmm. into their path and what they want to do in life. And But sometimes we're not asked those questions. So it took even more years. I was already in the military seven years before someone sat me down, looked at me in my face and said, so what do you want to do? And then talking to him through that, it ended up psychology came out of our discussion, and that's when I figured out what I wanted to do it was like a big light bulb came on, so I would say do some soul searching, talk to some people um you know, and just ask yourself those hard questions and be honest with yourself as to who you are, what you would like to do, and what you're
9: good at so yeah oh yes, I agree no. oh, oh, yes. Yes. And I, I
3: also wanted, wanted
2: pretty much. The floor is yours. Go ahead. You going. Chester. Yes. Chester, are you with I us? know for – yes, I'm
6: here.
4: Yes, continue, So for sir. me,
6: it was about finding my purpose, It it took a little while. It's a journey, and for me, it happened to around 30, but reflecting back of those individuals that invested in me, that put little nuggets in my mind to remind me to – Look inward instead of outward. Um, find out what it is about you. And when I was 30, that's when it began to happen to realize that I was putting a lot of pressure on myself in the ideas or the expectations of others. So when you start sitting down and really getting to know yourself and learning to check in with yourself from time to time, because you're, as you grow, things change and you have to be able to uh, adapt to that or be able to grow into that and Finding my purpose and passion has always been there. It just took me years to get to that because I did everything according to what was laid out for me. You graduate high school, you go to college, and I did teach it and I enjoyed it. But my real passion is what I'm doing now, helping people um, to elevate to be themselves, helping communities to build, and that's part of the legacy of who I am that I fought hard to get away from. But as has a way of finding you if you're not looking forward to be able to look within yourself and really get to know who you are and whose you are um, because that's important. Oh, yes.
4: Oh, yes. And I also want to add, too, just what Adrian was saying. You got to just live life and you find out what you really like just doing that. Uh, some people don't know what they like because they haven't even tried it yet. You know, just do different things, experiment, experience things, and you'll go, "Hey, I like this. I I wouldn't mind doing this for it." Like, is there a way I can get paid to You know, you find occupations and some of the things that you just like to do as hobbies or things that you're just interested in. You know, uh, just try out things, and you you know, and that sometimes leads to you, you know reaching your higher self, things like that.
2: Yeah, those claps on what I just said. Okay,
4: they don't want to clap for me. There we go. All right, we have a caller. Caller in the 501-568. You're on the air. Who is this?
9: Hi, this is the Anonymous. Anonymous. With STA. Yes. Yes. How you doing?
4: We're doing quite well. I'm, I'm glad you called earlier this time instead of at the end of the show like you did last week.
9: <laughs> yeah. My bad. <laughs> well. Yes. On the topic mm-hmm. that you guys are speaking on, I do find it. I do believe it's important that everybody finds their purpose because I do believe that everybody has their own individual purpose, you know, not just to go home, go to work, go to school, come home. You know what I'm saying? It's more to life than just an everyday routine. It has to have some type of purpose. You know what I mean?
2: Yes, I do. I agree with you. You know, it's more to life than just... Exactly. As far as? Yes. I'm sorry.
9: <laughs> no, I'm, a, I'm actually going for what you said. So, um. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, re- repeat, repeat what you just said <laughs> to me, though. I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm with, leaves, I'm... you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, I understand. Uh, yeah, basically, what was I saying?
4: Okay, sorry. It's either, more to life than
9: back. that's all I heard. Yeah.
4: Oh, yes. It is more to life than living in a loop. In a box, working a job you hate, come home, look at ESPN, and you ain't doing nothing. That's what so many people do. They just they punch eight hours at something that they hate, and then they clock out, and they don't have, you know, they just sit and look at Netflix, and then do it all over again each week, and they call that life. You only have one life right. to live, and you can do whatever you want to do with it. You're the, you're the director. Uh, you know, you're the producer. You're the movie producer of this life you know you don't have to follow a, a a blueprint of what you think is success you create that blueprint of success your own you decide what that is exactly you know and if you exactly. and if you're yes and if you're currently stuck doing something that you hate you didn't get there by yourself. you didn't just I mean you didn't magically get there you you whatever you did or didn't do got you there you know your life is your own fault and you, so you can get out of it Yes, you're settling. Right. And if you're currently doing something and you think you can do better, then you need to make a plan so you can eventually start doing that. You know, if you're, I know you. If you're working a job you hate just to make ends meet, just so you can keep a roof over your head, that's great. Not knocking that. But if you feel like your potential or you feel like your mutant powers should go to something else, be making a strategy on how you can exit that and then use your put your mutant powers to good use. You know.
2: Don't don't
9: get yeah, stuck Exactly. There. Get... Yes. Exactly. That I'm living more... proof that, you know I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. But no, I'm no, living proof that, saying. you know, that actually is that's a fact, you know what I mean? You can actually make life better and happy for yourself and for your people if you plan to do that. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I feel everybody should work towards doing something that they're passionate about because if they don't then they're gonna procrastinate and eventually they're gonna move on to something else which isn't you know a successful strategy, you know.
2: You're right. Yeah, you're so right. do
9: you have any uh questions for me about what I'm uh, doing?
4: Oh, uh, well you're not the guest this way. well yeah, well actually uh unanimous what what we'll do is uh We'll add you into the conversation since you're chilling with us. Uh, So you mind hanging out after we take this break?
9: Oh, no problem.
4: All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk some more to Chester and the World Changers, Lanisha, Joshua. We also got Adrian Charlton's Butterfly Flow coming after the break. And i got some things I'm going to plug, and uh, we also have unanimous As well, she's going to, you know, talk to us You're listening to Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio With some guy named Jay and Adrian Charleston Now let's listen to this song from Abiona Called Let Them Talk
10: When they eat and want to take hold of you People will always talk Let them talk Taking you for all you're not Placing you in the wrong spot. What all you do are keep and work. Let them run, let them run, let them talk, let them talk. Like a dog where one would let them bark. let them run, let them run. it, the moment, they your front. Seat. What, what, you, what, me can't stop you from what? But all I know, I'm gonna push myself up to the top I got the confidence i never stop, no Even when the going gets so slow And the frequency it gets real low And my fans, they become my foe Yes, I fall, but I will rise up back Yes, for saying this and that evil, taking you for your God, placing you in the wrong spot. But all you do I keep fucking watch Let them run Let them run Let them stop, Let them talk Like a dog When one won't Let them walk Let them run Let them run Life throws so many Stones at me Break so many Bones in me At time here fair To get the best of me I love myself Even if you don't Care for me Yeah Now let's no concept, me just talk uh, the things and watch them manifest. Do what I know that is best for me. Even when they're not saying they no requests for me. People say it is and that's evil. Taking you for who oh, you're not, placing you in the wrong part. But I do I keep back on what let them run, let them run, let them talk, let them talk. Like a dog where one won't let them back. Let them one, let them one. Nothing in this life is only safe for me. Anything happened it was meant to be. If I disagree with you, don't be mad at me. We here to be what we want to be. Nothing in this life is only safe for me. Anything happened, it was meant to be. If I disagree with you, don't be mad at me. We here to be what we want to be. People say in this under him. Let them run, let them run, let them talk, let them talk, like a dog where one foot let them bark, let them run, let them walk on. Now live my life in a no contest. me just to shut up things and watch them manifest, do what I know. Or not placing you in the wrong part What all you do I keep and watch. Let them run, let them run, let them talk, let them talk Like a dog where one would let them up, let them run, let them run, one, let them run, let them talk, let them talk, one, let them walk, talk, let them talk. Let
1: them run Let them run Hi, I'm actress and cast member On the upcoming audio sketch show Yesterday Night Tape, De'Ara Gray And I just want to tell you a little About the ABC2 Foundation ABC2, A Better Chance, A Better Community Was founded in 2012 by Mr. Chester Williams To empower young people by providing a life skills program that promotes positive values, healthy habits, and education through community development, culture, and awareness, resulting in real life power. The World Changers Program is a network of youth working collectively for positive community change. ABC2's signature program, The World Changers, is for young people ages 10 to 24 of various academic levels, demographics, and all those living in Halifax, Warren, Nash, Edgecombe, Wilson, and Northampton counties in North Carolina. So if you would like to sign up a child or volunteer with the program, just email ceo at abc2nc.org if you would like to make a donation to the world changers program provided by the abc2 foundation use a cash app and send to abc2nc in the spirit of community
4: up, this your man Avant, and I want everybody to go out there and support the new album, the eighth. It's in
6: stores right now, but I need you to go down, because they're not holding much product in the stores right now, but big shout-outs to blacktopia.org, all right, everybody out there, y'all know what it is, matter of fact, shout out to some guy named Jay, or whatever, you know what I mean, but also hit me up at Twitter, on Twitter, at Avant Music, also on Instagram at Avant Music, and on Facebook, Avant, yo, I'm in the building, y'all, we gotta do this thing.
4: All right, welcome back. Welcome back to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host Adrian Charleston,
2: and I'm some guy named Jay. And right now we have Butterfly Flow. Adrian. Hey,
5: (laughs) hey everybody! This is Adrian Charleston with tonight's Butterfly Flow. Um. let's see tonight i want to talk about um family and i know a lot i I, you know i most of the times when i speak i speak about you taking care of you doing you know staying away from people that um you know that's not for you and it doesn't bring good light to your spirit and sometimes those people can be family but at the same time try to be around the family that you like and love Try not to let the ones who disturb your spirit deter you from being around your family members that you want to be around because family is still important. And even if you only get together once a year, I would say cherish the family that you have and love them and spend time with them when you can. And, again, if they get on your nerves a whole, whole lot, I would say kind of, you know, (laughs) don't do it as much, but, again, the family members that you love – and that you care for. Um, I had my sister's trip this um, past weekend, so we went to Vegas. And that's what made me think of it because we try to do it every year. We try to get together every year. um, And we don't see each other a whole lot throughout the year. So it's good to have at least that one moment in time for us to get together, for us to catch up, for us to just be and kind of forget all the other things of the world and trying to kind of Take us back to where we were when we were all together as children. Um, and, you know, it's a short amount of time, which is a good amount of time because you've still done it and you're still are able to get back to yourself and get home and all the other great stuff. But spend time with your family. Don't wait until something happens. Don't wait until you're invited. Don't wait. If there's someone in your family you feel compelled to reach out to, to talk to, to go visit, just do it. Don't let anything or anyone stop you because it may be a reason for it. They may need you, um, or you may need them. You never know what the issue is. You may never know what's pulling you to reach out to that family member. So, you know, spend, spend time with your family while you can. Um, and, again, not the ones who disturb your spirit and your soul and not the ones who you are not able to be yourself around. So be careful of those family members. But the others, be with them. Um, you know, take time with them, love them, and let them know that you do love them, despite whatever else is going on with anybody else in your family. so um, I think that's it for tonight's butterfly flow, so thank you.
4: <laughs> oh, yes, definitely. thank you for that butterfly flow. I totally agree, and i'm I'm glad that you said that. You know, I, I needed to hear that about about family this week. Now, Adrian, do you have any upcoming uh, speaking engagements, uh, poetry readings, anything you want to plug? Oh,
5: my. Why, yes, I do.
9: <laughs> Boy, I have. I- uh,
5: okay. So um, on July the 6th, I have um I'll actually be vending in Durham at the Hayti Heritage Center, and it is for it is for a poetry event, but I will not be doing poetry at the event. It's called peace to the Re- Revolution Black Love is revolutionary so um it's at the Haytiai Heritage Center in Durham July sixth from seven p m to ten p m and that's twenty dollars uh regular admission thirty dollars at the door um August the third from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m., I will be speaking at Evolved Black Business Expo. So that is going to be very exciting. It's going to be networking. They're going to have a lot of shopping. It's going to be black businesses, a um, whole bunch of stuff. And that's going to be actually in my city of Raleigh at the Marbles IMAX Theater. If you've never been there, it's actually a very nice place, the Marbles Theater. So that's where I'll be speaking. And then on August 17th, I have my own event coming up with my um, office mate, and we're putting on a conference um, helping to strategize and maximize your life. So we're going to come together. Um, I do psychology and um, helping people better themselves in their regular life. And then my office mate, Sandra, she does business coaching and career stuff. So um, we're going to come together to, to help people make a difference, get them empowered, get them ready to make decisions on their life and move forward, and kind of what we're talking about tonight about what's next. And sometimes you need to to talk to people or see somebody to know about what's next and to help you move forward. So this would be a great conference for anyone who's confused about um, what's next for them in their lives, and it may, you know, be able to help push them forward. And that's August 17th in Raleigh at my office, 5878 Farrington Place. Um, ten AM to four PM it's an all day event. Um we feed you, we, we feed you mentally and physically and spiritually. So uh <laughs> so uh contact me if you'd like to come out with that. Come out to that too. So yeah, a lot of stuff. <laughs> Thank, Thank you,
3: me. Jay.
4: Thank you. Oh yes. You're welcome. I'm I'm gonna try to make it up to the event in August. You know, it, okay. the, all day Yes. <laughs> Definitely. All right, let's go
2: on ahead
4: and bring – oh, before I even bring everybody back on, I just want to say if you want to advertise with Blacktopia or the Blacktopia mobile app or blacktopia.org or anything black stuff, you can do that. Reach out to blacktopiabusiness at gmail.com. If you have anything you want advertising in the Blacktopia mobile app or the website or a network of websites or shows, anything like that, if you want some plugs on the show, your commercial, all of that, Reach out. If you're on Facebook, reach out to me. I'm Jonathan Coleman. You know, some guy named Jay, but I'm Jonathan Coleman on Facebook. And, uh, yes, definitely do that. And uh, also on the uh, mobile app, I don't know if you – well, you may remember uh, the 90s, you know, Kenan and Kale and all that, uh, you know, from Nickelodeon. Uh, Cast member Christy Knowings. Uh, it will be featured heavily in the Blacktopia mobile app for the next uh, month or so. So you can get updates on her upcoming appearances and shows and tour dates and appearances and all the stuff she got going on. And you can also check out some of the past stuff she's done, like, uh, like, all that and all the Nickelodeon uh, clips and things like that. So uh, definitely shout out to Christy Knowings and the Christy Knowings interview with myself on the session podcast is coming very soon. and That'll also be available for you to stream on the Blacktopia mobile app. So Christy Knowings will tell you all the things she's, uh, she's doing and tell you all those great behind the scenes stories working with Nick Cannon and Kenan and Kale and uh, some interesting things with Amanda Bynes and She's also worked with Gabriel Iglesias, you know, fluffy, you know, so she'll, you know, we're, we're talking about all that, the interview's done, it's got to it's just going to be put up on the Blacktopia mobile app, so definitely stream that. All right, let's bring back Chester and the World Changes and Unanimous also, Unanimous is our uh, fill-in co-host for tonight, you know. Shout out to Raven, definitely get well seen for a Raven. Chester, how you doing?
6: I'm great. How
4: about you? Oh, you know, just doing a show. Yes. Lanisha. <laughs> yeah. Lanisha. Did I get it right this time?
8: You got I it guess right. So.
4: Okay, good. Do you have any nickname? Do you have a nickname?
8: No, I go by Lanisha.
4: Oh, okay, okay. So I can't just say Lele throughout the duration of the rest of the show, huh? Uh-uh, no, 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 Okay, I won't. No, ma'am. All right. Lenisha, <laughs> I respect that. Joshua.
7: Hello.
4: <laughs> Hello, we're still here.
7: <laughs> All right. Yeah.
4: And, and we're going to bring on Unanimous. Unanimous. How you doing? I'm doing well. Now, for anybody, uh, Unanimous... Uh, you may be familiar with her in the Blacktopia Facebook group. She is STA Servants to All. That is her name in the group, STA Servants to All. And y'all seen her on the comments saying, Hey, you need to join me and you know, and, and that that's her, the one that keeps commenting that. And so I told her that, hey, come on now. <laughs> so she I'm glad to have you on the show then. Uh so yes, yeah, uh, now, getting back to the topics and, and everything we're talking about, uh, Unanimous, there were some things you were talking about before we went to break, and then we're going to pass the mic to Joshua and Lanisha and have them add on to that as well. But what were, what were some of those things? You are talking about purpose and, and finding yourself. And...
9: Yes. Um, I feel like it's important that everybody finds out what their true passion is in life because if they don't, then you're really living unhappily, you know, it's very important that everybody finds out what their purpose is so that they can be happy with themselves at the end of the day. You know, as they get older, they can have stories to tell. You know, I feel like that's very important. Also, I feel like for the betterment of our people, we need to come together and just build you know, for the betterment of all of us, like, as far as businesses and everything that has to do with us and start worrying so much about what others think or feel.
4: Yes, true indeed,
9: true indeed.
4: Joshua, what would you like to say about finding your purpose and reaching your higher self?
7: I feel like it's all about what the um, other co-host was saying. I forgot her name. uh, Just going out and experiencing different things. You can't find out what you want to do. What makes you happy without experiencing different things? And Yeah, the more you experience, the more you just are open or you might not even have known that you like something without at least trying something new. So, yeah, I, I feel like it's based on experience and what you go out to do yourself and how you want to view the world. Yeah. I feel
9: like it's based on that, too. It's based on experience as well as what you always wanted to do, like what you feel is just won't run away from you, like Francis, if you wanted to be a doctor but you wind up uh, working in a call center right but in the back of your mind every day you wake up every weekend no matter what day or time it is that's what's on your mind that's your passion you know what I'm saying so all I'm saying is you should reach out to touch that passion to keep it going for your own happiness But I agree with what you were saying
4: indeed um,
8: I would say while while well, students in school, try to get out into different organizations because you may find out what you're passionate for while you're in school. And that's one of the reasons to go to school to see what you feel comfortable in and what you want to be doing for the rest of your life.
2: I agree with that, also. That's important. but
9: I don't have no. Actually, I don't have a comment on that. Really, um, school is a very important thing. But then we got to think about this also: is what we learning in school for our people's uh, betterment? Is what we learning? Is it to help improve our people? Is it really? Because when you go to these colleges and stuff, it's a good idea to do it because the time we in. But you got to think about this. The medicines, you got to think about the medicines if you want to take up, let's say, a medical career. And you got to think about the medicines you allow to get into your patient's system. But more so, I feel like we should think about the type of chemicals going within our people's veins. Like, for instance, we are highly, it's a highly dangerous chemical called, um, it's right on my line.
2: Mm, what is it?
9: Anyway, I'm sorry. I do apologize. It. it was right on my tongue. It happens sometimes. But there are chemicals that uh, affect our bodies differently than it would the white race, which we have to think about that because there are certain medicines that they give us that have horrible side effects for our people. I feel that we should go the natural route of healing ourselves because chemicals aren't necessarily the best option to go, you know? Oh, yes. Oh, that's just yeah. my way of explaining that.
4: Yeah, and there but are also, things that are, are better. Oh, I just want to get this in right quick. There are things that are better for us, you know, that are natural, that, that, that you know, because the race, that does actually play a part. Like uh, things like olive oil and moringa powder, that's good for black Hello? I'm here. Okay. All right. All right. I'm here. Can uh, you hear me? Yes, I'm here. If you got any background noise, just mute your mic. For the mic. Yeah, I'm going to find a quiet room.
9: Sorry about that.
4: Okay, right. yes, like things like moringa um, powder and uh, uh, olive oil, that's better for melanated people than it is for... Uh, non-melanated people you know so it's, yeah, it's a lot of things affect us uh differently yeah I just
9: say that. exactly and um that chemical i was talking about just popped into my mind mercury mercury is in 50 percent of all medicines made by the europeans and that damages our systems the way they're fun the way they function yet they give it to us anyway you know what i mean they put it in the vaccines and everything else. And also to speak on those vaccines, they're not good for us either. I haven't had a flu in my entire life, but people who go out to get the flu vaccine catch the flu. Children has been dying from vaccine
2: by the hundreds, which is not okay. Yes. Yes. So, um, Do you have any
4: plans or is there anything you would like to say to black people on how they can, uh, you know, kind of get out of the medical establishment and focus on natural uh, alternatives and things like that?
9: Yes. The first step would be to get a farm or find a black farm owner and have a discussion with him about growing natural herbs that heals. You know what I'm saying? Healing herbs, and then after you go that route, your second step is right, getting in a hospital. Child. I'm sorry. Hello. Yeah, we're still here. Keep going. Okay, I'm sorry. My phone went out. <laughs> you can keep going. I didn't hear you, man. Okay. I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> that was just a sound effect. But uh, but I, I do want to say I yeah, wouldn't nobody talk. But uh. Yes, uh, Chester William Wo- Speaking of farms, Chester Williams, tell tell everybody about the farm that you got. Um,
6: yes, we do have a community farm um, that's in Halifax County, right in the heart, the pinwheel, smack middle of Halifax County that we – this farm was created by young people for some of the same reasons that you just talked about, that we are stewards of the earth and we need to get back to the earth, and especially as african American. It is a part of our legacy and it's part of our heritage to eat and be provided by the things that God has given us, um, even down to the medicinal purposes of most foods that we should be eating. Um, but because of the bureaucracy of our country, because of systematic things that put in place that want to strip us from so many things to make us sick, which makes them more wealthy, uh, we have to get back and educate ourselves about what it is that we're supposed to do and taking our bodies. Um, so we have that at the farm. We're creating a farmers and training curriculum that has pieces of mm-hmm. that involved That to start training young people of color, um, young people to be engaged in getting back to the earth and how to use the God-given skills, the God-given items that are provided to us through the earth that we're supposed to take care of it as it takes care of us. I agree with you. See me and you we need to
9: touch bases. Um do you know what my page is?
2: No, If but you know my, well. my
9: page. Yeah, it's uh, uh, well you know STA Servants to all. But we need to touch okay. bases on that so we can um so I can we can get together and do some things. But yeah, I agree okay. with you on that and that's very good that you're doing that.
4: Yes. Let me go ahead and connect you too. Yes, yes. I'm gonna uh connect you, Chester and STA servants to all. Unanimous. Uh hold on, where's our yeah, yes, yes. That's what it's all about. Getting people connected to the ABC Two Foundation. Uh, you know, by by all means, you know, co- you know, different people in the community doing things, getting together. Let's do this. Yes. What were you saying?
2: Unanimous. Um. Oh, that's what I was saying. What you just said. You just took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> oh yes. Oh We definitely yes. need to do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also, we uh, you know, our, you know,
9: our youth going around and just uh, still having beef with each other, we need to find a way to make that cease because there's a a war that's been raised on us since 2006. You know, I have all the details to it I can explain, but what I'm saying here is we can't be fighting amongst each other because we got bigger things to worry about. And that right there needs to change big
2: time and we need to Unify right now. So if um, yes. any of you guys that are
9: listening want to join in and unify with uh STA family, that would be great because we offer training and we also offer our services to each and every one of our people because we need it right now with everything that's going on around the world. Slavery back in full flash action, you know. There's only three states, three countries that don't have slavery right now, but not, not forceful slavery, but there's still a form of slavery. You know what I mean? Yeah, right about that. Mm-hmm.
4: Now, uh, now unanimous. How do you how do you think that uh, you know you all could help the ABC Two Foundation? and the world changes program and you what could you uh do for for Chester and uh and Chester I would like to ask you what what help would what assist how could you to collaborate on uh making this world better for our community
9: Well I feel that uh, I can connect with him with uh and uh, things cuz he's growing things and teaching the youth how to uh you know, be independent within themselves, which is a good thing. I feel that is very necessary. But I can help in um, a way of business, like business-wise, because like, I want to open my own uh, hospital, but a natural hospital, which I know our the system we're in is not going to like, but I don't care because I'm worried about the health of my people. And, There's cures to every disease known to man, but yet they banned the things that could help make those things disappear, which I feel we need here in America because they are uh, purposely uh, making our people sick that way. You know what I mean? Just like um, in times of slavery, that was injecting people with syphilis. It's a chemical warfare, you know? Yes uh s t a uh
4: well unanimous have you heard of zaza Ali have i heard of who zaza ali are you familiar with her i am not oh okay well she talks a a lot about the uh the chemical warfare that's being waged on black folks in her in one of her uh books like i've yeah. a long ass type Are you familiar with Alva Chester Williams?
6: I've heard of, we had several conversations, and um, used her study and some things that are taking place in North Carolina is very real. Um, It's truly systematically played out against people of color. As much as we may want to dance around, it is very real. It is sickening, but we have the power to fight back. They have us from, like my grandfather used to tell me, if you want to keep the black people down or you don't want them to know anything, put it in the book because they will not read it. And that's become a very true. we not I- empowering ourselves. We're not educating ourselves. We're not equipped. We're not supporting one another. We're always pulling each other down. And when people like unanimously speaking the truth about where we need to go and getting back to who we are, we tear that down or think that that's not what we should be doing, that we should continue to do the things the way the American dream has been created to default. We have to get back to our creative. uh, Creative means how we used to own our own businesses, how we own our barbershops, how we own stores, how we were the farmers. We were the foundations of our community. We've broken that. And they did that by putting our fathers in prison. They put mm-hmm. a lot of berries on our black mothers.
9: Mhm.
6: And they make things that we and call civilians.
9: dropping bombs. Yes. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but they also drop bombs on oh, no, our success. So every time a, a black people unify and build something great, They don't like it because what they see our greatness, once again, they want to drop bombs on it. So as well as uh, build something great again for ourselves, we need to also have protection put in place, and that is why I'm here. That is why my people and my group exist. That's
6: right. And we didn't carry that on from the civil rights movement. They had a team, they had a squad, they had a plan. We have to have a exactly. plan
2: to move
6: forward as a unit, um, not just growing the food, but for, for, um, protecting our food that it doesn't get destroyed by um, those people or they don't put a tax on it or they try to do it us, uh, take our land from us and things like that so we can't grow. So we have to You're move right. as a unit. we got to have people in all aspects of this. Um, marches, I love marches and doing things like that, but we got to be about a movement. We got to move from marching into action. We got to get people in the right people to run for office that respect our That's values. That's right, and know girl. Who we, are. we need to
8: say yes. people to
6: yes, run for yes. office. We need to identify the people in our community. We need the people that be behind the scenes that are attorneys, that are accountants, to make sure that we have the money there to pay for the struggle when we have to go to jail we got to have exactly. the lawyers there to be able to fight for us to articulate our legal rights because it gets twisted because the person that's on the other side of that will make us feel like we don't question. know what our rights are.
9: Exactly. I agree we with need that, but I have a to put people in question. the
6: educational system that's dividing our school dishes up and dwindling with the charter schools and things like that.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. That.
9: Yes. Yeah, yes, so I, I have a totally question agree. for you. Um, I have a question for you all can Go y'all me. hear
3: me by the way?
9: Okay, cool. Yes. yes ma'am. Um, all right. So my question is do y'all feel or do you know that uh the foreigners are here legally because of uh certain treaties they've broken? Do you understand that they're here illegally do you feel that they're he, here illegally on this land man uh, yeah yeah
4: so uh, so that held oh, that that what well, well, well uh unanimous uh what about what about that what would you like to say
9: about
2: that?
9: Oh, you. What I was just speaking on my question. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um. See, there was treaties. Where when it, when we talk about slavery, slavery wasn't what they presented it to be in like junior high school when they was teaching our children and ourselves that that's what that was. That it was forced yeah. servitude. Really, slavery was prisoners of war. It was a war that was fought and that was lost. See, when they came over here, our people had uh, treaties with them. Not everybody here in America was slaves. My people, my family were never slaves. There's a lot of family groups that were never slaves. Now, if you know about the reparations that happened way back then, um, they gave the people from Africa that stemmed down from Sudan, Africa, they gave them people reparations so they can go back home, which they sent them home. So if you ask, so I'm going to ask you this question. If they sent all the Africans from Sudan, Africa home, who are the people here in America? We are the aboriginals of this land because this what was left by us, you know, by our ancestors. To us, you know, we was here before Columbus. Before the foreigners came over here, we taught them how to grow food. We taught them uh, math, social studies, science. We taught them everything that they know. But yet they're using that same knowledge that we gave them to
2: dumb us down. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's crazy. Joshua, exactly. every Well you. Have- oh, I'm sorry about that. Oh, yes. Joshua. Joshua, are you still with us? Yes, sir. Joshua, what would you like to say about what unanimous is saying?
7: Well, um, I kind of really don't understand what she's trying to say, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. I see you're trying – I feel like you're trying to say that uh, we are – I guess, we basically built this country. And, if there were and yes. back, It would be like this country basically belongs to us. Is that what you're trying to say?
9: Yes, it is. That is exactly what I'm trying to say. We never left yeah. nowhere. They never brought us over here on ships. The people they brought over here was the Africans from Sudan, which they sent back. It was too many people over here for them to... Uh, Really separate us like that. The only tactic that they could use back then was to kill off our chief and chiefest, all of our ancestors, and then leave some elders, uh, whom language we couldn't understand, because they forced the younger people to learn English. You know, because they can clearly understand what uh what we spoke. Now, in the book of uh, five hundred nations of Indians there is an Indian in that book that states I am not Indian to the Paleface. That's what how he puts it. And the Paleface still insisted on calling him Indian. Back then the word Indian meant idiot. They considered us idiots because they couldn't understand our language. But yet when you talk about Columbus, he when he came over here, he had brought a translator. A translator who spoke a uh, Hebrew language. Right? Now, explain this to me. How is Hebrew a language or a people if it means from the other side? It's reverse psychology. That's what they're using to uh, take us away from our roots, you know? But everything that I'm telling you right now, if you go and really search, you'll find these same definitions I'm telling you. And if you look up the definition of African American, not from present day dictionary, but from when it was first created, when they called us uh, African American, that meant a person stemmed down from Sudan, Africa.
2: But you know Oh yeah. There's
9: a uh yeah that's a there's a lot of uh myths communication they put out there. Oh yeah, now uh now now Joshua and Lanisha,
4: uh do you do you do you agree with what she's saying? Uh
7: do you do, how do you
4: feel about it personally?
7: I mean she's you can be right. right. Yeah she's she's right. I mean I said she's right. Uh yeah. the white people have definitely just basically mixed up everything that we know and as you get older as I got older I became more aware of just how much they really just lied to our faces and tried to cover everything up and um yeah I really I understand i I kind of understand what she's saying still but um yeah it's just this is about how much research you really do on that topic. I mean, we already know that white people are oppressive, and that they just want—they already systematically just have a way to just keep oppressing us day by day. So, yeah, I, I see what she's saying from that perspective. And that's,
8: and that's why it's important for us to do our research and just research instead of just listening to what people tell us.
9: Exactly. Yes,
8: I'm still
4: in here. Yeah, because yeah, uh, exactly. You know, yes, yeah, because a lot of the things they teach us in the you know the public schools and all the stuff like that. You know, they teach teaching white history lies and things like that. Uh, and there's other ways to find out about the uh, the different timelines that our people have experienced that they don't tell us in these uh, you know and, you know, the public schools and things like that.
9: Exactly. They had that knowledge from us. They don't want us to know. Just like uh, when it comes to our language, you know, our language was changed uh, the same amount of time, the same amount of times as the Egyptian language was changed. That's not a coincidence. Then again, the Mayans were the first people on the land ever known. You know what I'm saying? Then. From the Mayans, the, these are different timelines. So it was the Mayans, the Egyptians, then the Indians. You know what I'm saying? That's after when they came over here, they called us Indians. When when they came over here, they called the land Turtle Island. That's what they called it, but that's not what it was. See, the Mayans and the Egyptians are the same people. They both speak Coptic, the language Coptic, which they see, which they say doesn't exist anymore. Nobody speaks that tongue. There's a small few people still speak it or can translate it but there's no nation in the world that will teach you Coptic you know what I'm saying on top of that um they changed it from Coptic to Latin from Latin to Arabic or uh, I don't know how you say it but did I say that right Arabic yeah I think so but they changed it to that but the Arabic that they speak isn't actually the Coptic languages. They changed it as they went on. So when you say they speak an old language, it's just false. It's not true. Just like they said, the Egyptian people is extinct. How can a entire nation of people go extinct? Is it not
2: possible? Yes. Yes. Um. Now let, let's let, let's switch
4: gears for a second, but it's going to be uh, we're going to kind of branch off from this discussion right now. Uh, I want right. to pass the mic back to Chester Williams. Uh, Chester Williams, what would you teach in schools if you if you had it your way? What would you what, uh, what would you say? Yo, schools need to know the uh, well, not schools the uh, the students. Students need to know these things. What would it be? What would you what would you uh, have added to the curriculum?
6: Uh, what I would add to the curriculum is one accurate history, but most important thing is coding. I think we lack mm-hmm. that as in terms of knowing how to code, um, because that's the secret to self sufficiency, I believe. Um, there's a lot of things that I learned in coding. We used to learn coding back in the day when we would come up in school and didn't know really what we were doing but it did help us with a lot of things that we do and understand now. This younger generation uh, are using products as a result of coding. I think if they learn coding, it will help them to differentiate, problem solve, and be able to have strategies to
2: be able to deal with real-life situations that we're facing today. Yes. Joshua, what about you? Oh, well, Joshua. All right, uh, Wanisha. Hello? Uh, yes, this is
8: Yeah. phone is kind of breaking same up, question. but I'm
2: here. Oh, yeah, All same right. question. Um, same question. What was
8: um, yes, ma'am. What, probably what in I would school system? Probably talk more about racism. You know, people pass on it because they don't want to hurt feelings or step on anybody's toes. That what probably I would talk about in school.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: You know, uh, one thing that I, I, if I had it my way, what I think the children should learn is I think they need to learn more real life shit. In schools, because I think you know they 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 know a lot. They know how to dissect frogs and, and all these big long math equations, but they don't even know how to count their money. They don't know how to add up all the changes in the person They don't know how to do that. <laughs> but they know how to. Uh, but they know <laughs> about uh, white history lies, and and they know about uh they know about uh, uh, spaceships and and moons and stars, but they don't know about uh. You know, just everyday things, everyday situations,
2: uh,
4: or just how to be, yeah, in, in 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 real life situations. You know, uh,
2: mm-hmm. I think schools should
4: teach more more real life stuff. They should teach, uh, and I also think they should also teach, uh, you know, entrepreneurship in school too. Uh, I I think they uh, prepare you to become a great worker for somebody else in the public school system, but they don't teach you how to think. Uh, critically, and think about hey, I, I could be the boss. What I have to prepare to work for somebody else, why don't I prepare to be the boss myself? I don't think they have enough programs that set
2: children up for that. You know, I think that should be introduced in schools as well. Uh, yes, Adrian, Adrian, the butterfly. Yes. What would you what would you say schools need to have
4: If be out of your way?
5: Um, they need to have more things on self love, self esteem and self improvement. Um, just something to help people. Cause, because growing up we are all taught most people are taught to help each other, to help your fellow man, to take care of your family, to take care of all these things in life and as you're growing up you see your parents and people around you doing everything except for taking care of themselves. So I would um, find something on self-care. I know some schools are doing it. I've seen some things on meditation instead of punishment, and they said that it's been a a huge improvement because sometimes if children have time to do some self-reflection, they can do self-correction. And correction coming from the outside is not always good as if it comes from the inside because People don't do things because afraid of going to jail, afraid of punishment, afraid of all these other things. But if people just don't do bad things because they feel it's wrong, that comes from within. So therein lies the difference. So I would work on some things um, with the self, with the individual, you know, training people
9: that it's okay to take care of
4: you. (laughs) Yep. Yes, I totally agree. You know, definitely need more self improvement. Uh, you know, self love—they need to teach that. Um, you know, some motivational courses, something like that too. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of kids don't—kids don't even dream anymore. You know, you ask kids, well, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" They don't. Oh. You know, they—they're like, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So they—you know—it needs to be programs like that. You know, classes like that too.
2: You know, just like you're saying. Um, yeah. John, Joshua, did you get your answer? Joshua. Joshua, I still see you on here. Well, we'll we'll, we'll keep it going. Joshua, <laughs> your mic's
4: still open. Uh, if you're able to jump on in, just definitely jump on in, and we'll we'll add your, uh, you know, we'll add your, <laughs> add your, add your comment to it. Uh, for anybody that's streaming from the link, because like, we know some people are listening, you, you inboxing and talking and stuff like that, and, uh, jump on in. You know, we still have time. So if you want to add to it, if you want to snatch the mic from us and, and give you, give us your opinion on anything, you're welcome to do that. Uh, you know, again, if you're listening on the link or the app, the number is 929-477-3872 and press 1. If you streaming, oh, okay, let's see what we got here okay call call a call back, <laughs> whoever that was. just 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 press one again or just dial the number back, whatever happened there, just just do that, just press one and we'll bring you we'll bring you on. you know whatever you hear talked about right now, that's not that doesn't mean we're we're married to that topic. uh you have a different point of view, or if you have a different topic altogether, you're welcome to present that mm-hmm. um you know uh yeah we have chester williams of the abc2 foundation um before we wrap up the call tonight uh chester i would like you to plug you know the other things the other community events and open mic uh, all the all the programs that's coming up also how they can get the t-shirt so you can plug away plug away you can even snatch the mic out of my hand and say hey <laughs> jay we need to talk about hey go ahead and do it
6: <laughs> okay so we do that um I want everybody to support us with our Recreate Us campaign. We want to bring awareness to recreation disparities in marginalized and underserved communities, um, and those things are done intentionally. Just like the things we talked about before, they strategically want us to be unhealthy. They strategically want us not to have access to recreation. So we have T-shirts that we're selling for ten dollars for small to extra large, and twelve dollars for two X and up. Um, I want y'all to support to get that. It says Recreate Us of the shirt as well. But we also have a double meaning for that. The word recreate can also mean recreate. Because if you don't give it to us, we can recreate policies and procedures. We can recreate our communities to stand up and start creating solutions for ourselves. Um, We also have the open mic that's coming up on July 20th. They will want people to really support and rally around. If you do spoken word, if you sing, you dance, you do anything that wants to celebrate the culture, um, to elevate our minds, just to come together at the farm in a great space. Um, reach out to Joshua um, Melvin uh, to let him know that you want to be a part of this event. We are going to have cash prizes: first, second, and third. First is a hundred dollars. Second is this place is fifty dollars, and third place is twenty-five dollars. We'll have food, drinks, and everything available for you. Set the vibe, and end the night with a little fireworks just to celebrate us coming together and uplifting um, through an open mic opportunity. Um, every third and fourth Saturdays, we have community um, days at the farm where we do cleanup, where we do decorating, or we get the farm to a place to plan for falls, planting, or any kind of planning that we could do, um, any type of workshop or inspire how we could connect back to the earth in a positive way. Um, so we want to be able to provide those on every third and fourth Saturday. But the farm is open anytime for individuals to come out just to relax. If you want to read a book, if you chill, if you want to do that, that's what it's there for. Uh, We also have our summer fitness and farm program that's going to start on July 8th through August 2nd. It's a Monday through Friday summer camp that's available to our community. It's $25 for the entire camp. Um, But if you are in a position where that may be a barrier,
2: we,
6: we will not turn our people away. Um, so as a camp that you learn about traditional exercise and contemporary exercise, how to be active, how to prepare your own healthy snacks and food, um, international for character um, education with our law enforcement officers. Um, and every Friday, we take a field trip to three locations throughout um, our communities to show our young people where you can go free to recreate places that may not you may not think it's for us. Um, but we want you to know that it's free and that you can go there with your family and your friends and be able to recreate and engage in fun activities. Uh, we have a long list of things, so we ask that you follow us on Twitter. Um, that's ABC2WC. And it's also the same on Instagram. So if you follow us on either one of those or our page on Facebook, or Better Chance Better Community, you will always be engaged or always at an opportunity to get into ABC2. Because we want you to know that you can change the world one community at a time. Ooh. That's
2: great. Oh yes. True indeed, true indeed. Joshua, are you back yet? <laughs> yeah, I'm back. There we go. Joshua, what what would you like to say?
7: Um about What in particular? I had to step out. Um, I said I had to step out. I I don't know what y'all were talking about.
4: Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, well, one of the questions I was want to ask you is uh, if you can change anything, if you could add anything to the school system, any kind of curriculum, any kind of uh, uh, courses, what do you think it should be? What do you think the children today need to learn? You know, it could be etiquette. Whatever
2: you think. What do you think?
7: Um, finances for one, financial responsibility, uh, credit cards, um, how to get a mortgage, all that. Because, um, I feel like there's things that I could have learned in college. That I could have benefited from if I learned it, I guess, in high school or in middle school or something along those lines. To so at least get some type of knowledge on it. Um, what else? Just everyday living, everyday like I guess maintaining your car, how to maintain a car, how to change a tire, just simple things to be like added as like an elective or something that people need every day that I just don't think get taught, and they have to find out when it actually happens to them later on in life, and they are just stuck. Looking up what to do on their phone.
4: Yes, I totally agree. I said the same thing while you stepped out. They need to teach more real life stuff. You know, uh, they teach you how to dissect frogs and how to, you know, which planet has the most moons and stuff, but they don't tell you, uh, what do you, you know, how do you count your money in your own wallet? <laughs> you know, you know how to do a big long math equation, but they don't teach you how to you know, budget, you know, and things like that. So I I, I totally agree. It, uh, how to Yeah, how to maintain how to change your oil. You know, they they, they those are like uh uh in some uh, schools those are electives and special classes, things like that or clubs. I believe those things need to be core classes, just things like that. I mean yeah. they don't have how to they don't need to know how to you know, I mean it it's it's crazy that how to take apart a computer that's something that's required, or that's, or you need those points, or you need those uh, credits. But uh, things like, uh, oh, let me tell you something also too far past the mark again. Uh, when I was in middle school, we had home ec, and I took home ec. <laughs> uh, you know, it was crazy. All the guys took home ec, and all the women took the auto, uh, took the shop classes and stuff like that. I guess we were trying to meet each other. But uh, well, anyway, I, I took home ec, and guess what? When I was in Homec, we did not learn how to cook. We did bookwork. Shout out to Hoffman Middle School, in Charlotte, North Carolina. We did bookwork in Homec. That see, kids are learning this stuff. Yeah,
7: yeah. Like yeah. people don't know how to cook when they get older. They just like that makes us go out and eat fast food and just stuff that's just not good for your body yeah true well, I also
4: think that they teach some type of etiquette too teach some like a finishing school they should teach uh, manners that should be a that should be a class too or that should be woven into some one of the core class just teaching people how to treat yeah. other people.
9: yeah, yeah I, I agree that with be. that, but I feel like that should be taught <laughs> early in school, like kindergarten. <laughs>
4: oh yes, they teach you how to. The paint, but they're going to teach you how to, you know, how to share the fingerprints, you
6: know, uh huh. Yeah, civic engagement type thing. Yes, well, in my a tall pillow, so and set up a oh. table for dinner, and we made chiffon tape. I doubt that that, that would have been nice. All
4: right. Uh Lanisha, did we get to you? Did we get your uh we got your point, right?
8: Yeah, you got my point.
4: Good, good. Oh, yeah, yes, we did. We did talk you said about the racism and things. Yes, be, you know, I I guess we could put how people treat each other, that could be taught taught in that class as well. But you know, uh world changes, this is what I want to say to you all. All the things that we discussed here on the program tonight, uh consider that in the meetings. How can you guys The ball rolling on things like this and how can we speak to people, speak to the politicians, speak to whoever's in the school, you know, the school board and things like that to see if we can get those things actually into the system. What do you say? Does that sound like a world
9: changers project
2: or that's, you know?
9: Well, this is the anonymous, but if you ask me, I feel... No,
4: no, no. I want some world changers, actually. We'll get to you.
7: I feel like it's something that we could possibly try to take on, especially with the inner-city communities, the inner-city schools, I mean. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get our point across towards the white predominant schools because, you know, uh, they kind of still want to keep people in that mindset and not really make it fair. For the black people to, uh, I guess, elevate their minds. So
2: yes, it's gonna, it's gonna
7: be easy. Yeah, it's gonna be easier for, I guess, inner city um, black schools, predominantly black schools, but not really for the white schools that um, try to hold the black kids back in the private schools and those sorts of things. Yeah.
4: Well, I guess another option is if you want your kids to learn some real stuff, you might have to homeschool them and teach them yourself. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: I mean, that's the best unanimous.
4: Yes, yes, I'm going to throw some claps on it. We we actually got a little bit of time for the robot uh, throws us off. Uh, we're way past our time, but unanimous, is, is there anything you want to say? before we uh, go over? Here?
9: Yes, I want to just say to you all that I appreciate the uh, conversations that we've had. I really agree with um, everything that you guys have shared today. I also want to say that Jonathan is our uh, SIC over there in his state. So anybody who wants to join STA family that's in his state will go to him for that. Oh, yes. And uh,
4: all right, you're listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio. With some guy named Jay, Adrian Charleston, and ABC2 Foundation Chester Williams and the World Changers. You don't have to go home, but you got to get off this thing. Good
2: night.
6: Good night, good night.
0: Right. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com.
1: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs>